reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. There was a man who was blind. Jesus put clay on his eyes. Just lift your hands and thank God for this. His presence, this time we are spending with Him. Thank Him that He has given you the privilege and the opportunity to be at this meeting. your life will truly not be the same again. I believe that something from this camp will change your life and make you a better person for the Lord. Father, we thank you this morning to have with us here Bishop David Aspeni and I would like us to rise to our feet and welcome him to bring us a word before we take off please be seated so as Bishop Ogoa said we are really blessed to be here this morning Remember these times. You remember these times as you go and as you work for the Lord all the days of your life. 
Yesterday we had the privilege of having Bishop Intefo with us. And since we are here, we all know that it's not often, it's not common even to have a week like this where you have Bishop Intefo on Wednesday and you have Bishop Ugo on Thursday. <laughs> Amen. And I count myself blessed to sit at his feet. Do you understand? So I won't say much more. I'll just invite him to come back and take us somewhere by the grace of God. Put your hands together for Bishop Ugo. experience with Bishop Interfol already and uh, this is just something little we are adding to also complete the picture. Amen. And um, this I'm sure we'll have about two or three sessions today and uh, it's it's um, today's sessions together are on demonology, which I want to believe you have in your textbooks. Amen. So um, I'm going to start with one of you is a devil. Um, I'll be moving back and forth, and then we also have know your invisible enemies. Uh, these are the two. Um, course materials I'll be speaking from here and there. Obviously, I can't move from chapter to chapter to chapter in the two books. So, as the Lord guides us, we will um, we will choose appropriate and um, chapters to talk about. I'm hoping that there will be another opportunity with another lecturer, another bishop to also take you through even deeper aspects of it. Amen. But I want us to open this session today with Luke 11 chapter 1 verse 1, sorry. Luke chapter 11 Demonology And it came to pass Luke 11 verse 1 and it came to pass that 
as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased one of his disciples said unto him Lord teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples and verse 2 he said unto them when ye pray say our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done as in heaven so on earth give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil if you look at the the um, the account um, of Matthew in Matthew chapter 6 he also gives the same outline verse 13 says and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil that's what we know that's why I just came here for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen so Jesus was approached by his disciples and one of them asked what has become I mean a very important question teach us to pray now that question was to emphasize the point that we cannot live our lives in isolation from God Amen You can't isolate yourself from God Whether you are a businessman You are a student You are a wife You are a laborer You are a president You are a Bible student You are a pastor So teach us how we can constantly bring God into our lives How we can constantly commune with God And as a Bible student it is very important to learn the art of constantly communing with God. I mean, if you take that out, you have nothing. You have nothing. Your life as a Bible student or by extension a pastor is a life totally, absolutely dependent, dependent on God. If you take God out, you will be a different type of person. So that was the question the disciple and I suspect it would be Peter who would ask us a question. You know, teach us. Now, what Jesus said to him, that answer, which we call the Lord's Prayer, represents a summary of life. Because if you are talking to God You have to address Every aspect of life So the Lord's prayer Is actually a synopsis of life 
in life you must have a father in heaven you can't live your life on earth with just your biological father in Brekum you must have a father in heaven so he say, begins by saying that when you pray remember he said teach us to pray show us how we can commune with God we are nothing without God so teach us how to communicate how to pray to him and so when you pray say this our father in heaven so God must constantly be in the picture as your father who cares for you that you honor so hallowed be your name may your name be lifted may your name be hallowed may your name be made great thy kingdom come that is i'm saying that the lost prayer is a summary of life so if you want to know the things that make your life go nowhere just look at the lost prayer and what are the things that make up your life god should be your father very important then number two the kingdom of god whether you are a businessman whether you are a lawyer you are a laborer you are a student the kingdom of god must be on your mind your your life must advance the kingdom of god and if you are a pastor i don't need to say much about it if you are a bible student then the kingdom of god you are being trained here to advance the kingdom of god you are being trained here to go out there and not join the politicians who are advancing the earthly kingdoms and not join doctors who are advancing health kingdoms then not join lawyers who are advancing legal kingdoms but you have a unique work as a as 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 one who advances the kingdom of god thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth that is your life i'm saying that the lord's prayer is a synopsis of your life of life a summary thy will be done what are you without the will of god so you need to constantly know what is god's will for me what should i be doing should i be doing this is it the will of god for me to be on the staircase with a girl at 2 a.m is it god's will thy will be done thy will be done i'm saying that the lost prayer is a summary of life if you want to know what your life is about think of the lost prayer your life is nothing without the will of god you can't guide yourself with your own will or the will of your mother your wife your husband your father even your loved one your your, your the one who loves you most his will cannot guide you it's the will of god that will be done on earth as it is in heaven then he said when you pray say give us this day our daily bread don't you need bread to eat to live no matter how spiritual you are you can't be more spiritual than jesus he fasted for 40 days i have not fasted for 40 days before but he still ate at least we know that one day he sent his disciples to go and buy meat 
we know that he was in the upper room with his disciples eating we know that even when he went he said what we must do to remember him is not prayer or outreach but eating why because life life i'm saying the lost prayer is a summary of life it's a summary of life so you need to talk to god about your food to provide for you give us this day our daily bread and what's the next thing forgive us our trespasses i'm talking about life you can't go about with your sins there must be a daily discharge of your sin a daily washing away of your sins because one of the heavy metals on earth is sin it's very heavy you can't afford to be carrying it along so pray the lord please wash my sins away forgive me my sins and then as we forgive those who sin against us so you cannot expect god to forgive you when you have not forgiven your friend so it even helps in your social cohesion your relationships with people so that is life and what's the next thing lead us not into temptation I can't make any comment on that okay? As pastors you know and, and I'm saying that It's also a part of life And you must constantly deal With temptations Then He says Deliver us from evil That is where I will stop Deliver us from This is the prayer jesus taught his disciples to pray and say when you pray say these things say it that one of the things god wants to do in your life is to deliver you from evil there is no anointing on your life that will make you Someone evil cannot come to. If you are preparing to be a pastor, you must arrange yourself. You must arrange your life to interface with evil. That is what Jesus is. Jesus. See, sometimes. We, we, we get carried away by our so-called spirituality how you can pray and have trances and have visions have prophetic words words of knowledge and all these things you know sometimes you feel a while you are you, you, you are a man of god or you are a woman of god or you are so great but i'm just saying that i'm not stopping you from being great but be aware of something called evil in life that is what brings us to this camp today this camp is to make you aware that there is no scripture you will know and memorize there is no knowledge of church growth 
there's no knowledge of church planting there's no knowledge of loyalty there's no anointing to be a pastor that will make you someone evil cannot come to you need to know about evil you need to know about evil (laughs) you need to know about evil you need to know about devils you need to know about the evil dimension of life he said deliver us today i've come here to deliver you from evil as we read from the books as we share from chapter to chapter you are being delivered from evil yes especially after having been taught about church growth were you taught about church growth yes practical approach sorry now that you are there now that you have arrived you are at the, at the place at uh, or whatever I mean what do you do how do you grow your church hey so I, I really applaud Bishop Aso for for arranging you can clap your hands for he's a very anointed man for arranging the lecture says that demonology comes right after church growth why please be seated why because there is evil in church growth there are some problems you will never encounter in life as a pastor in a thousand years with a 20 member church 60 member church but when your church becomes 500 1000 that is a very high level in ministry as soon as your ministry becomes great you are known in your town as the pastor of one of the biggest churches like David he he was never worried by the Philistines he was a normal guy walking around the day he was anointed king the Philistines came up to fight him because every level you rise to has it associated devil that is why you must know about demonology and I'm starting with one of you is a devil because you can't grow your church without helpers there is nothing about church growth that can be done or discussed without the element of people helping you having helpers shepherds assistant pastors regional heads and Jesus, Jesus himself, that is how his ministry grew. His ministry grew not on the back of his own anointing and his own whatever. He had 12 helpers. And when he chose the 12, he told them that I've selected 12 of you, but one of you is a devil. Jesus knew about the devil nature of man. <laughs> So you have gone to select 12 regional heads and you don't know that there is something about the devil in man. So you are just there praying with them. 
going to collect a singer with a nice voice. <laughs> and she sings beautifully. Beautifully. What you don't know is that that girl, as she's singing there, cannot wait to hold your penis one day. That's why he said, deliver us whether you are a banker you are a businessman you are a pastor whatever you are you need to understand that you need deliverance from evil that is around everywhere there's evil in town there's evil in the market there's evil in the bank there's evil in politics and there's also evil in church turn your bible to look sit down Luke chapter 4. Jesus was preaching. I'm saying that to, to try to be a pastor without this book means that you don't understand life. To attempt to grow your church, to attempt to have a mega church, to attempt, to attempt in your town to plant satellite churches or centers without the knowledge of the subject. At least you don't know, you don't, you don't understand what you are doing. Don't forget, this is a loyalty and disloyalty series, a book in the series. This is it. It's one, one of it's part of the loyalty series. This book. And most pastors with one church and small church don't see the importance of loyalty and disloyalty. They describe it in all kinds of manner until they begin to grow their church, till they begin to plant churches. Till they begin to send missionaries to London and America who will go and see pounds, sterling, and, and, and dollars, then they'll realize that one of you is truly a devil. There is there is evil in the church. If you read Luke 4, Jesus was preaching. I mean, I mean, he was he, he was talking about how God can select you alone and bless you. That as we are here in a Bible school with hundreds of students, God can select you alone for a blessing. Wow. That's to look for. That there were many, many widows in Zarephtha. But unto none of them was Eliseu sent. But to that widow. That widow. There were many, many lepers. But unto none of them. There was none. Who was ministered to accept Naaman the leper? That you may be one in a thousand, you may be one in a hundred, you may be in a class of 40 people, but God can come to you and select you alone for a blessing. As we are here, God can select somebody alone and give him a ministry of 10,000 members easily. I see him selecting you. Look at how you are receiving. Look at you. I always was a picture of you receiving. Is what I'm saying bad? Have I insulted you? Am I not rather making you know that in in a crowd God can isolate you? But in the church, look at what they did to him. Sit down and read it. Verse 28 of Luke 4, when he was preaching this message. Verse 28. And all day in the synagogue, all of them in the church where he was preaching this message, all the keyboardists, the usher, all of them, all day in the synagogue, when they heard these things, 
this message about the fact that there were many widows, but he came to one. That no matter how many you are, God is coming to you. When they heard these things, they were filled with rats. Is that in English? Unless I have a different Bible. They were filled with anger. They were bored. I can't understand what in this message I'm preaching should let somebody be angry. But the Bible says it's in English. They were filled with rats. And they rose up like as you all stood up to receive. In this time, it's not just standing up to receive. You all rose up and came for me. No, is that is that look at it? They rose up and thrust him out of the city. They carried him out of the city to kill him. Is that out of the city and led him onto the brow of the hill whereon the city was built, that they might cast him down headlong. Makoshatolaba. A pastor preaching and blessing his church members. I'm saying that you need to know about evil. Deliver us from evil. There's evil in the church. You won't believe the evil you will experience from your assistant pastor. You won't believe the evil you can experience from the singer. You won't believe the evil you'll experience from somebody you thought was poor, you thought was having the problems, you'll bring the person close to stay in your house. You won't believe the stories you are going to hear. I said, some of you, you will remember me one day. You remember me one day? Yeah. As you are giving yourself, you can imagine, to preach this message, you must read Kings. You must read Chronicles. You must read Isaiah. Jesus sat down in the night, studied the scriptures, and entered the synagogue to minister the word of God. His reward was that he was carried to the brow of the hill and to, 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 to cast him down headlong, to kill him. But the Bible says, because he knew about devils in men. The next verse, he said, but he passing through the mists of them went his way. May you know how to maneuver with the knowledge. How to have a singer and not sleep with her. How to have assistants and be able to manage their, their, their somewayness. How to have a church and, and keep the church in control. Jesus knew he, they were a lot, but he managed to escape. Today's camp is supposed to help you to manage to escape. Especially as your church is growing. For every level of growth, there's a new devil. Some of you, you may not know, but you are actually a thief. But you will never know till you begin to count 500 members in your church. Till somebody comes who pays tithes in dollars. But when your church is 20, you will always submit your offerings. You will always pay your offerings into the account. But when you begin to see certain denominations and certain currencies, that's when you will know the evil that is inside of you. But I pray that you will know how, how. That is why John the Revelator, he said, he, he, he said, I know, for we know that the whole world lies in wickedness. Please now. The world. He said, little children, we, we are of God. We are of God. We are God's children. Not, not, not we are we smokers. Or we are demon possessed people, or we are you know pornographers. So we know we are of God. 
but in the same verse the same verse even though we are of God you need to know that the whole world there are people I have approached to minister personally to and to help them out of a certain problem today I wish I was sick that day that I didn't yes I wish I had not gone out of my house that Sunday I wish I had typhoid and I was on admission it was because I was well that I could go to church and preach and meet that devil we are of God but even though we are of God even though we are men of God and women of God the whole world the world you are going out to minister in the world you are going to plant churches in the world you are going to plant uh, uh, branches and centers the world you are entering to do outreach the world you are going to have crusades and camps in that world is full of wickedness the best way to understand it is how the ladies will know how soup looks like soup see there's a lot of soup and there's meat inside yes you are that meat you are lying inside a soup of wickedness yes everywhere you turn there's evil yes you choose a person to be your assistant pastor he's the one about to destroy your church you 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 would have wished that that day you met him a snake should have bitten you so that you go to the hospital and not meet him I'm just telling you that if you think that you just read in mega church loyalty and disloyalty catch the anointing wow anointing I wish you would never be anointed yes my wish for you some of you you should remain dry like this and go to heaven <laughs> Yes. You, you, no, no, no. You should be dry like this. Because the certain anointing, the oil, the, 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 the flavor, the type of oil that will pour on you, what it will attract. What that oil will attract. Zanula Makashata. But you will still be anointed. Amen. There will still be oil on you. Amen. The anointing on the prophet will be on you. Amen. Because it will not just be anointed. See, remember that it takes many things to be a man of God. It's not just oil. It's not just Bible. It's not just messages. You must also know about the existence of the terminator. This one. This is the terminator. Yes. You come and spend 10 years in the Bible school only for a girl to terminate your ministry you come and spend 15 years in the bible school only for an assistant to terminate your ministry a pastor he died because of ministry his assistant broke his heart he never recovered he traveled and came by the time he came the assistant had taken 90% of the church down the road so when he was going to church that day he heard praise and worship and he thought it was his church when he there was nobody why there. Oh, why is the church there? Oh no, it's not your church. It's a different church. Ah, but these songs are familiar. So, no, yes, your members, they have left you. 
Please sit down. Those of you who are arrogant, it's like your wife is like some useless devil. There's a man of God, you talk to your wife anyhow, just snub her and damn her. You're, you are a man of God. You, 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 you will not meet evil, you will meet Eva. Your prayer will be deliver us from Eva. So, so we are starting to look at how the sins of devils, devils, that the spirit devils, how their sins and their evils can actually become the evils of human beings. John 6, 17. Jesus answered them. Have I not chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. Didn't I choose twelve of you? One of you is a devil. So Jesus said to his disciples, one of you is a devil. Jesus knew the devil from the time of his fall. He knew his depravity, his wickedness, his nature, his sins, and his fall. Jesus knew all these things. For Jesus to say about his disciples that one of you is a devil was a mighty statement, which means that Jesus himself knew the characteristics of the devil. So he was surprised that he thought he had come to choose human beings. But he was surprised that one of them was manifesting exactly the characteristics of the devil. His fall, his depravity, his, his nature, how he thinks, his prides. Are. But I thought I chose guys. I thought I chose Galileans. How come I'm seeing somebody behaving just like spirits? If you don't know this, that's why this book is in the loyalty series. Because you, one of the one of the powerful and most profound impacts of the book loyalty and disloyalty is that it it describes things we all know, but have not been able to categorize as a diagnosis. It's happening to you. You know something bad is happening. Till somebody takes it and explains that this thing that is happening is the evil. So if you are here and you don't know about evil and devils, you will be with one and not know that there's a devil in my life. But Jesus knew. That's why he had no problem at all coming to that 670 conclusion that I chose 12 human beings, but one of you is an embodied spirit. It means that one of the disciples was walking in the sins and footsteps of the devil himself. And you need to know the sins and the footsteps of the devil himself. So that when he appears in the choir, when he appears on your side, when he appears among your leaders, you will know that a devil has come. Otherwise, that 
I'm talking about the terminator. This is the terminator of the ministry. What will terminate your ministry is not going for outreach and not getting a soul. You can let you just look at you here, writing exams, passing, failing, writing remedial, reset, going here, moving up, this, that, you are moving up, all the struggles and things to come out only for an assistant pastor to take your church away from you. Suddenly, you who are a pastor in the town, you have joined the tailors, you now sew clothes. Today, Many human beings are walking in the sins and the footsteps of Lucifer himself. They commit each and every single sin that Satan committed. Many pastors walk in the same steps that Lucifer walked in and end up in the same confused state of darkness that Satan is in today. Be careful. And I like this statement. Because apparently it's not just about your singer or your assistant. By you yourself. Yes, you need to know. Sometimes, you, you, sometimes when I'm just saying, Edwin, stop it. Yeah, you need to know when you yourself are becoming a devil. Mm. This comment I just made, I think it, it, it shows this loyalty in me. Ah. This discussion I had with this pastor. No. If I heard this, if I heard my assistant or my friend having this chat with somebody about me, I'll have a mind about him. No, I didn't talk well. And you can only come to this diagnosis when within you is the algorithm of evil diagnosis. If you don't know, you will manifest. Luciferism and destroy yourself. I have had the privilege to sit in meetings where pastors who left the church broke away. Some broke with members. It's one of my privileges in the ministry to sit in such meetings. They, they go and they come back to apologize. Some have having been destroyed yesterday or two days ago, one of my members broke away, just left, became proud, married a lady, impregnated her, had a child, was in the church. Suddenly, he just left the church. When he left, he became rich, became a poultry farmer. I mean, very money, driving cars and moving around. I heard he has died. He's not even 38 years old. He's dead. The last time I saw you was strong and mighty and full and he was striving his four wheel drive very very meaty. He's dead. When you are doing something, if you don't know how to diagnose, that's why some people they even know they are getting malaria. They won't wait for a doctor to tell them that malaria A3D is affecting me. They themselves know that this thing happening, these chills and headaches and fever, it says malaria. Let me just go and buy my thing and just start it before I see the doctor. Yeah. May you know how to diagnose demonism in you. Amen. Yeah, because when you are manifesting, please sit down. In my point, you don't stand on Thursday mornings. It's after four o'clock that you stand. There's a ban on standing in meetings. 
It's not about having a cross on your neck. Listen. If you don't know how to honestly and humbly say to yourself, what I am doing, what I'm doing, a pastor shouldn't do it. What I'm doing, you see, you shouldn't you shouldn't wait for your wife to tell you. You yourself should do that. What I'm doing, just the past week, the three things I have done as I'm about to break away. I'm about to destroy myself. No matter how, how you know, excited or how worked up you are, you need to be able to diagnose your own impending doom. That what I'm doing, this thing I'm doing in the branch, the way I'm relating with this girl, I'm only going to fall. Not that fall. You see, if it's even fall, it's, it's okay. Because you will rise up again. But the way I'm relating with this girl, I will destroy my ministry and not have the ministry again. Or that if I ever come back into the ministry, I will have a very limp vestigial ministry. Very, very underdeveloped and very insignificant ministry till I die. The way I'm relating with this girl in addition to my wife. If you don't know that Lucifer has entered you. Because one of the things they came to do was that they came to have sex with girls. It's also, when you are a devil, it's not just breaking away. You can be around, but you are into girls. It's also Luciferism. The angels that came down, they came to give birth to the giants. The Gibberims. We'll learn about them soon. So, so, many human beings are walking in the sins and footsteps of Lucifer. They commit each and every single sin that Satan committed. That's why you need to know the things Satan did. Yes, you need to know. It's very important. I wish, I mean, this is not something we have to have in a day. You need two weeks for this. Because some of you have been here for three years. Is it not three? How many years? Three years. I can't see. Some of you have been here for three years, two years. If, but when I look at your face, you, you still look like an arm robber. Your face. I'm, I'm telling you. I, I, I'm moving up and down. Some of you, you don't even look like a pastor. And how a person looks is a result of what is inside of him. I'm not, I'm not cracking a joke. It's not one of the jokes I'm cracking. Some of you, three years of being in this school, you have not been able to kill your appetite for girls. You have not been able to break the hold of pornography on you. There's no future for you. If I have a wish for you, a kind wish, my wish is that you will fall right now and leave the ministry. Because I can't, I can't, I mean, I must be wicked to wish your rise, to wish your promotion. I can't wish. Because the higher you go, the more precarious your fall will be. Because you will fall. You will fall. And I pray you don't go any higher than you are now. You will fall. Mark it somewhere in the book. How you are going, the way you are behaving, how you are behaving on campus, you don't pray, 
you don't come for uh, uh, founders uh, uh, lectures you we have to chase you around campus appreciation day you don't come we have just to come and help to be able to build something you won't do it the way you are your pride i'm telling you that my my, my kindest wish for you is that you remain at this level forever so that when you fall it won't be too bad you just trip and fall I cannot imagine you as a head pastor of a 500 member church. That fall. That fall. Because, listen to me in English, you will fall. You will. There's no future for somebody like you in the ministry. Better live now. Except you repent. Except you subject yourself to the leadership in the church, except you come to Bishop Asher and say, No, I have this problem. Help me. That's why we are having this. So that you will know how to make diagnoses. Otherwise, there's no hope for you. There's no hope for you. I cannot imagine you having 10 churches. You, you, are, you are likely to have as many girlfriends as you have churches. Many pastors walk in the same steps that Lucifer walked in and end up in the same confused state of darkness that Satan is in today. Are you behaving like the devil? Is it? Are you behaving like the devil? Some of you are behaving just like the devil, but you don't know. That's why we are here. Are you behaving like Satan? <laughs> are you a devil? Do you know someone who is behaving like the devil and committing all the sins that Lucifer committed? Do you know them? Today, Satan is bound and restricted in chains of darkness instead of being free and happy. In the realms of light and eternity. His life, his ministry, and his future are destroyed because of the mistakes and sins that he made while he was an angel in heaven. He misled thousands of angels. The same way some of you can mislead a whole branch, he misled thousands of angels. And has caused all the confusion and commotion and wickedness that is in the world today. Many ministers live in confusion and are, res- and, and are restricted to failure. They are bound to failure. It's like they are chained to a tree and the name of the tree is failure. Never will do. That's why I can tell you. I mean, who am I? Who am I? I'm just a pastor in the church. I'm not a prophet. I'm not an apostle. I'm not. But I can tell that some of you will never do well. I will prefer that you leave the Bible school now and be a carpenter or a shoeshine boy. There's no space in the ministry for somebody like you. Your behavior, your attitude. So I'm hoping that today you will be able to have at least a few things that will help you yourself to know who you are. Many ministries live in confusion. And are restricted ministers living in confusion are restricted to failure, poverty, and extreme darkness. They do not even know what is happening to them. And that is the beauty of books like this. 
that's the beauty of the loyalty series because you, you, you don't know what is happening to you some of you cannot wait to graduate I would wish that some of you never graduate yes that's my wish for you my wish for you is that something an earthquake or something will prevent your graduation because when you graduate as a pastor and you step out into town there will be confusion they don't even know what is happening to them they don't understand why their ministries are so limited restricted and poor you are about to discover each and every one of Satan's sins and you will not walk in them after reading this book you will not walk in them after today's sessions you will not walk in them this is an immunization service to, to, to make you aware of evil you will not walk in them yes so I'm moving to a chapter titled are there human devils are there and we know of the devil we know Lucifer he was a spirit and so on but are there human beings who are devils are, are there are there human are there assistant pastor devils are there soloist devils are there asha devils i mean does it exist that an asha can be a devil i don't know i don't know let's all look at it i don't know because jesus christ said i have chosen 12 of you and one of you is a devil some a word we know is not used for human beings a word we know is used for spirits and angels how how is it possible that such a word will be used to describe galileans human beings with mothers you must accept that a person in your life for a moment can be a tangible living devil in action what an opener believe it all see once again if you don't believe it your ministry will be torpedoed I will, I will read the sentence three times this is the first time I've read the f- number two you must accept that a person in your lifetime can be for a moment oh Jesus help me a tangible living devil in action number three you must accept that a person your roommate your best friend your study mate the girl who makes her steal and brings you some the girl who makes jollof the bible school student your your, your classmate who makes jollof and 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 tears some <laughs> to bring you you must believe that a human being for a moment can be 
a tangible living devil in action. Can you clap your hands? you live in the ministry you will have hard working shepherds who will touch your heart as everybody is bringing one bus two buses you can have somebody who will bring ten buses oh Jesus help me to teach this one you, you watch it you are going to meet amazing people amazing almost angels in action not everybody you will meet will disappoint you you are going to meet on the mission field good people Amen. help us strengthen us of your hand in the work you are doing Ladies and gentlemen, you better believe what I'm telling you today. Within your best helpers, take this and follow me. Within the sweetest shepherd, within the person who brings the highest number of buses. Within the girl who can stand there and sing ten Ida songs effortlessly. Believe it. Within your greatest assistant, is the capacity, the ability. At least for a moment to be a tangible living devil in your life. If you don't believe this, even in the sweetest and most spiritual and the best in your team, if you don't believe this, if your mind is not tuned to the fact that there is nobody around you who cannot momentarily metamorphose into a devil if you don't believe it your ministry will end you will not go where you ought to go think of how we, we came to read that sentence that famous sentence get thee behind me Satan it was told who a sexy dancer, a drug addict, a possessed man. It was told that the most honest assistant you could ever find. The assistants who would want to kill you personally, but not Peter. Not Peter. He rather, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he's the one who took a knife to fight. He loved Jesus. And Jesus knew 
that he loved him. Are you surprised that after his death, he will be the one who took over the church? I'm not surprised. You must always hand over your, your treasures, your best, to the one who loves you most. And I cannot think of anybody who was a lover of Jesus more than Peter. He would fight for him. So, he said, What? They are going to Jerusalem? Have you not read in the news that that is where pastors are being killed? If I am around, you won't go. You will only make it to Jerusalem when I'm on trek, when I've gone on missions. But as far as I'm around, God forbid that you go to Jerusalem. I will not stand there for you to die. I'm saying to you that even in helpless, with the purest and noblest of intentions, for a moment in time, are capable of stepping into the shoes of Diabolos. If you don't believe this, and you constantly see people as angels, and you never, if you constantly see people as good and angels and not, not uh, nowhere near demons, you will slip. You will not fulfill the will of God for your life. The people who will distract you away from your call will not all be evil people. Some of them will be the mother who bore you. Like the prophet's father said, I cannot imagine my son living on collection. Is that not love? the girl who loves you very much and calls you daddy that you have held paid her school fees who has been with you for 30 years is now married with three children believe that there can be a moment so that when that moment comes you will not be you will not have any difficulty in knowing that Satan is here believe it Jesus had no difficulty because he was prepared he was prepared to see the devil in Peter he was prepared to see the devil in John the beloved who would lie on his chest if you are sitting here and in your life you categorize certain people as eternal angels your ministry will never go far. But before you come to that point, you yourself ought to know the characteristics of the devil. And I'm happy that Jesus knew. He knew it. 
So you had no prayer. You didn't have to fast. You know, there are some things you wait on God when you are in Mampong, waiting on God. To, hey, this guy is a devil. This guy is the seven of ministry. Hmm. Christ did not need to wait on God. He didn't need to fast. He just knew. In, as soon as he said, it shall not happen that you go to Jerusalem. Say, hey, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Get it behind me. I wish to emphasize that if a human being is fully inhabited, influenced, and used by the devil, you must not allow that person to function around you. I've seen ministries that were destroyed because pastors were too polite, too gentle, and too restrained in their dealings with the devil. I've also seen ministries that were destroyed because pastors were too polite, too gentle, and too restrained in their dealings with people who operated in the devils in the devil himself as the devil himself sorry as the devil too gentle too kind too polite too loving to deal decisively if you joke with this subject you will regret having a big church like I have regretted going to church on a particular Sunday I wish there was I had gone on healing Jesus crusade I should not have been in church to meet this new this first time I should not have been in church but when it is happening you will not know because you have a romantic view of life a romantic view what you don't know is that somebody is about to send you back to the farm to plant cassava Somebody is about to send you back to be a driver of Prajia, Prajia in your town. Do you know Prajia? I want to help you to cherish the honor of being in a school like this. Nothing you'll be asked to do is intended to destroy you. Everything you are told to wake up here, go for the lecture, go here, do that, let's do this. Everything happening here is intended to make you a great person. But if there is a drop of evil in you, you will rather misinterpret kindness to wickedness 
that's why you can stand in front of your master who gave you who gave you who gave you a talent and tell him that he's reaping where he has not sold when he has actually sold a talent in your life the word diabolos is usually translated into the word devil and refers to the literal devil that we know the word diabolos is used 38 times in the entire New Testament 35 times the word diabolos is translated into the word devil for instance you, you read and Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil however on three other very significant occasions the word diabolos is used to describe human beings I want to take it as you didn't hear me well that word diabolos is used is the Greek for the word devil, the devil we know in chains, hell, devil Satan, Lucifer, devil and in the entire New Testament it is used 38 times devil, devil, diabolos, devil diabolos, devil, diabolos, devil Christ went to the wilderness to be tempted the diabolos, not his brother not Judas Satan himself, diabolos and this is what happens it is used 35 times out of the 38 it is used to describe the devil however the word diabolos on three other very significant occasions is used to describe human beings is that not amazing the same word which is used to describe the devil is used to describe human beings the word diabolos is used to refer to none other than judas iscariot That's he's one of them. So that's number 36. What is described as a devil. The next one is some pastor's wives. You have to go to the Bible yourself to find out. Some pastor's wives are used are described with the same word used to describe Satan, that angel of light. Some draw him as a red man with horns and the tail is a spear. Whichever imagination you have, that word is used to describe in the Bible some pastor's wives. Then it is also in some instances used to describe older woman not not little 
shrimpy young girls with short skirts older woman with three children she still wants to sleep with you she's still talking to people against you older woman diabolos So, how did Jesus treat certain people as devils? Number one, Jesus dealt with Peter as though he was a devil. Matthew 16, 22. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him you know, without going for it, without even looking at his utterance. That word, for that word to be used, the word rebuke means that a devil has appeared. Yes. To rebuke Bishop Asol in your room, to rebuke the prophet, to rebuke Bishop Intefel, to rebuke a pastor, to rebuke a lecturer, to rebuke your mother at home. Rebuke her. Shut up. You're not always right. So when you two, one day you find yourself rebuking your pastor, you are on the mission field and, 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 and you are speaking words of rebuke against the prophets. When you finish speaking and you turn away, know that you are becoming a devil and your end will not be right. We are doing demonology. And demonology is not knowing that the devil has red eyes. And horns on his head. Demonology is your ability to pick the spirit of the devil in you first and in others around you. If you can do this, you won't fail. How can you fail? Like they say, ideal college. How can you fail? There's some school. I mean, how can you fail? How? How? How can you go to Wesley Girls and get FFF? A school that when you go and you get three grade ones and the rest grade twos, they hold prayer meetings. For you, that there's a problem in your family. How can you fail in Wesley Hills? Ideal college, how can you fail? But some of you were in ideal college and you failed. You went to do ideal college. That's why you are here. You are coming to try here also.
Watch out. Rebuke a certain way of talking. That's that disrespects people in authority. You are in your room with your friends. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. That the crime the chancellor committed was to allow you into the Bible school. That's the crime. That's the evil he committed. Was to allow you to come into the Bible school. Nothing he has done for you is appreciated. You should hear yourself when you are talking. You should hear yourself when there's an announcement that we are having CAD. You should hear yourself. I take it that you did those things ignorantly. But now, you are not ignorant. Anymore. He took Jesus and began to rebuke, to castigate. Some of you, somebody who couldn't pass maths and has been allowed into the Bible school by the mercy of God. You talk as if you know how to run a Bible school. with your friends talking about what should not be done, what shouldn't have been done they shouldn't have, but why, why what is that, why, how, how, why how, how, why, why, why you don't know that you are sealing your own coffin with you in it, and I don't know how you can do it, how you can be in a coffin and be nailing it at the same time How can you do it? You can do it. You can do it with your words. Your body, your ministry will be in the coffin and you will use words to nail it outside. And some of you have used four nails already out of the six nails. He began to rebuke him. He said, God forbid will never happen to you. No, I'm reading the Bible. You are going to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Never. It will never happen to you. But he turned. He turned. And said to Peter, Get thee behind me. Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. For you are not setting your mind on God's interests, but man's interests. Thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those things that be of men. Get behind me, devil. Just like Jesus. 
you must also accept the reality that some people are momentarily possessed and used by the devil in such a way that they become literal tangible devils in your life don't let the food she brought you confuse you don't let the money he blessed you with confuse you he is coming for your breast and your vagina I know people who can give great gifts but tend to become devils to the person they give the gift to Whom Jesus appointed as the leader of the church for a moment operated as a literal devil. And Jesus dealt with him sharply and conclusively. Jesus did not allow him to continue speaking in his presence. Jesus did not allow him to continue operating. He did not allow that demonic dimension of Peter to perpetuate itself. Peter was still around him. Obviously, he was preaching in Acts. In fact, after this, the next major event was the transfiguration. James, John, and you can guess the third person. this was a transfiguration and he called the three let's go and pray the man he called devil don't allow people to continue operating as devils and the and the key phrases as devils Allow them to continue operating as shepherds, as pastors, as assistants. Let her sing, but she cannot come to your room to operate as a, as a seducer. Jesus did not say that Peter was being influenced by Satan. He addressed Peter as Satan himself. Peter was familiar with Jesus. May God deliver you to learn somebody here what I'm about to say. Maybe the only statement you need for today. Learn how to bring people close to love to care learn to open yourself to people without allowing them to be familiar 
that is one of the reasons why a lot of pastors fail as pastors because to be a good pastor you must not only know your sheep you must also be known by the sheep a pastor must be known if you listen to the prophetic encounter on podcast 10 times you will know a lot about the chancellor he talks about his life he's, you know you know what he doesn't like a pastor shouldn't be mysterious a pastor shouldn't talk as if he's preaching to giraffes meanwhile they are sheep so there is a place a good pastor makes himself known mentioned that you were a drug addict some time ago that you used to drink that you were you were you, you were a very very bad girl in town but jesus came and saved you and even when you were saved for 10 years you were practicing as a seducing agent till you met the power of god and now you are a proper girl in the church hopefully learn how to bring people close open up your life to them for them to know you without being familiar with you because Peter was familiar there are people who can be with you for a thousand years know all they need to know about you and still honor you and still not be familiar there are some people you can bring them just to your gate once they see the color of your gate color brown they begin to talk in a familiar way learn to banish such people from your presence because familiarity is one of the hallmarks of the devil familiarity. He said, who are you? You are up there. He said, I will arise. Where you are can also come there. Peter was familiar to Jesus. With Jesus, sorry. His appointment as the head of the church had perhaps got into his head and he had moved out of his proper place. He attempted to direct Jesus in his ministry. He began to rebuke the Son of God. He was telling Jesus to forget about the nonsense of the cross. Remember that the preaching of the cross is foolishness to many people. It was indeed foolishness to Peter on that day. He told Jesus that there was no need to carry on and go to any cross. Jesus saw through the immaturity and familiarity of Peter. But he did not say that Peter was being immature or familiar. He recognized Satan using Peter's voice. He rebuked Peter instantly and stopped Satan directly. If people had recognized Satan's words when Adolf Hitler 
was giving speeches in 1933, they would have stopped him in his tracks. But even pastors hailed this mass murderer as a hero. Do not allow the devil to operate in your life for even one minute. Be smart and fast like Jesus. Receive speed. Don't be too slow to act. Don't be too slow. Sisters, place it down. Don't be too slow. Don't let, don't let a need for a man turn you into somebody's object of pleasures. Don't be too desperate. The real man who will marry you is God who will bring it. Not your fake hair. The real man who will marry you. Don't allow him to play with your body. Because if you miss this chance, you don't know when the next chance will come. Don't be too slow. Don't be too slow. Don't delay too much to put people in their right place. Say, no, 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 no. I love you. I want to marry you. I dream about you. I want to spend my life with you. But you can't do this. You can't talk about the chancellor like this and be in my life. I, we can't relate. We can't work together because we don't agree on this matter. We can't work together. I can't. I'm sorry. He's my father. I don't know who will marry me at this age if I break up with you. As you know, I've submitted myself to you. I love you. I'm flowing. We are fine. But you cannot be my beloved if you don't pay tithes. If somebody is not afraid to withhold what is due God from him, you think he will not be afraid to withhold the honor due you in the marriage? Receive speed. Receive speed. Stonalo mama. When I say speed, when I say speed, I'm not talking about the swiftness in acting alone. You must have a swiftness in diagnosing that this girl has bought me a car. She has bought me a car, but she's a devil. Had it not been for Emilia, I would have left the Bible school because I've had no money to feed myself. For one year, she was the one feeding me. She would go to her aunt at Odoko, get money. Whatever she ate, she shared it with me. But it shouldn't stop you from diagnosing that a devil has just entered your room.
Some people have been slow to diagnose and have had the privilege to still be around. Have been slow to act. But God was patient and God mercifully gave them all the time they needed to see. But not everybody had the privilege. Not everybody had a second chance. Peter had a second chance. But Judas didn't have a second chance. Jacob had many chances. But Esau didn't have a chance. He was too... He he couldn't see that he was becoming a devil. Esau couldn't see that he was becoming a devil. I, I would have wished that he had another chance to prove that he wasn't as bad as he was. It was over. Hebrew says he went back to seek the birthright with tears, but there was no place found for him. Not everybody gets a third chance. That's why I'm saying be careful to be fast to see that this person is going to disturb my life. If you're not fast to see, if you are not quick to see that this guy assisting you is actually hindering you with his attitude you will not have some have had five years to see you cannot even afford three months of that type of guy in your church that's why when we tell you to buy the Macarius and read it's not because we are doing business. You need to have what it takes to know that something is evil. Be very fast. To make a diagnosis in yourself that you are becoming barren. Because there is something about the church. It is very difficult for a church to spoil. It's very difficult for a church to stop. So the fact that you wear a suit and preach every Sunday should not deceive you that you are a barren pastor walking in town. You must have the ability to diagnose that the barrenness of Lucifer has descended on you. Whatever does not help you to be a good pastor whatever it is I know mine I hope you know yours whatever it is that fights you that if you fight it it goes and comes may you be quick to know that this thing is about to come again and then not only should you be quick to diagnose be quick to treat it because what is the point in seeing that there's cancer in the breast, you picked it when it was very small. You were even amazed at how you were able to pick it. Wow! You are a master diagnostician. You picked it with speed, only to allow it to be there for three years. Eventually, when you went for it, it has spread. 
when you are supposed to live for 20 years you had only two years to live so you are not only supposed to be quick to pick the cancer be quick to treat it for people who allow gaboon vipers to live in their living rooms. Kazinola. I'm surprised to see this sentence because it is describing me. I allowed a gaboon. I'm, I'm shocked to read the sentence in this one. I've not seen the sentence Bishop didn't know he was talking about me. One day I'll tell him the sentence. Watch out for people who allow Gaboon vipers to live in their living rooms. I allowed one. They are making a terrible mistake. You see, but in my case, I escaped. But you may not escape. That's why I'm praying for you that you will have the Sweetness, not only to diagnose, but the swiftness to act. But you see, as we have already already read, the reason why some of you are swift to see this guy is disloyal, but can't act is they are too gentle. Too restrained, too kind, too polite. How, how, how can I drive this girl away from my life? How? If I do that, what will happen to her? I'm a shepherd. A pastor is supposed to love people. I know that's how you are, but be around. Wow. Horazina Hasito Karadazatasi. Keda, I am worried for those of you who are already anointed for big churches. Some of you already are carrying some oils. I'm very, I'm afraid for you. Because already the pride that is coming up in you, you have not even finished the school. But we all can recognize the graces you are carrying. Already you are descending into the grave. Moshila Alazan Dobraka, Stemihosa Mahandelala, Zekri Kasuni Alena Andazi Kotema, Azitokaria Dasa. Let your just pray. Just, 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 just let us pray. Just pray. Just, 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 just talk to God. Just, just, just pray. So just, just ten seconds. That's all. Pray for yourself. Don't pray for me. Pray for yourself. Shamiola labakato saba. Stop my yandele babasola babayandelebe koshe my yandala basata. 
the ministry. There's no place for you. If you joke with this subject, you'll be surprised.
be seated. Watch out for people who move out of their place. Watch out for them. And when I say watch out for people, I mean watch out for yourself. Such people lose sight of the fact that it is not their place to guide, control, or correct God's servants. You should always hmm. Can you lift your two hands as you are seated And receive wisdom Just, just ask the Lord for wisdom Just ask the Lord for wisdom Wisdom You know wisdom Wisdom to know how to be in your place Yes Wisdom Wisdom your place as an assistant pastor your place as a missionary even your place as a son as a son yes a father can bring you close as a son and you for you you get confused your place as a daughter your place as a bible student that you are not the pastoral dean you are not the vice chancellor you are not the chancellor know your place watch out when you make certain comments when when, when certain words come out of you it means you, you don't know your place watch out you've been brought to a bible school to to be made into a human being a devil like you you talk as if you know how to even govern yourself. Ask the Lord. See, because, you see, put your hand down. Look at 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 10. It's a very important scripture I want to share with you. 2 Samuel 7, verse 10. It says, Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more move no more don't move from your place as a student to the place of a chancellor don't move and move no more Don't move from your place as a son to an advisor, as a corrector. There is such a thing. Whenever you, 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 you hear of the word a place, that you have your, everybody has a place. In fact, that's what he said. He said, I will appoint. A place has been appointed to me in the church. I have a place. But I can move from that place and, and make comments that are not mine to make. 
Yes. You can move from your place as a daughter to become a wife to somebody. Don't move. Otherwise, when you move, he said, and move no more, neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them anymore as before time. When you step out of your place, one of the things snakes know is their place. So you don't see snakes in places. It's when you go to their place or they stray, but they can live for 100 years in their place. You've forgotten you were a track pusher. You've forgotten you were an area boy doing nothing in the area. Maybe except the mangoes you were stealing and the lizards you were killing. Nothing you were doing. It's a crusade in your town that invited you here to make you a human being. Suddenly you are a chancellor. Wow. That's why he says, watch out for people who move out of their place. You will know you've moved out of, of your place. You see, there's there's a phrase. There's a phrase I want to leave with you today. You can add it to your vocabulary and your idioms. The phrase is listen to yourself. Hear yourself speak. When we are saying that one of you is a devil. It's not only in somebody. It can be also in you. And one of the ways to know that you are becoming a devil is to listen to yourself. Or by extension, watch what you are doing. Watch what you are doing. If you listen to yourself, you will make a diagnosis before somebody makes a diagnosis. letter was ever given to you and if you have if you are here and you have an admission letter from an Akazo Bible and Ministry Trading Center if you are here you have a letter it means you were planted here the letter was to make you a legitimate member of this community nobody can come here and question you why you are here what are you doing here what rights do you have here show them your letter you have been planted here but one of your mistakes in the place you have been planted is that you can move know it when you are moving but the comments you make to your friends to yourself thoughts you have know it 
it's, it's there in English. It's not my. It's not my. It's not a poem I wrote. He said, "And move no more. Don't move. Don't move. Don't say things you shouldn't say. Don't do things you shouldn't do. This is not what was in mind when you were planted by this place, like this place." The mind, the reason why God planted you where you are was not for you to behave the way you are behaving. You have gone out of your place. You have, you have defeated Christ. Only mercy is keeping you where you are. You are lost. You are lost. You are lost. Very happy that this is not the last day of your life in this school. That you have a few weeks, a few months, a year to. I am I'm happy that there's a little time for you to correct your ways. Yes. Because some of you, if if this was to be the last day of your life in this school, then there's darkness over your life forever. There's darkness. You have not done well. You have not done well.
believe God to correct all the things you have done. Because when you step out of here, the way you are, I'm telling you, I don't know which part of the world will receive you as a pastor. humanity of men of God may confuse you and tempt you to step out of order. Yes. Dealing with the humanity. Because when you come close, you see that, ah, sir, the, Bishop Asso is a human being. He eats eggs. into bread and wine. And you begin to talk. So for a little privilege you have been given. It's here. Dealing with the humanity of men of God may confuse you. So one of the things you must pray that you, 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 you only meet the divinity the supernaturalness of the man of God. Because if you see his humanness, you 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 flare up. You go mad. Some of you are still sitting here. That's why I said. I don't know whether this was in their prayer time or whatever. Some of you ask when you step here, you go to a certain town, a pastor will receive you. Within three years, you will know that you are a son to that pastor. Not a lighthouse pastor who will help you. Show you which, which hall get you here. Some of you, somebody will even help you to register. And as you are with him, you will know one day you'll be in the house, you hear him quarreling with his wife. You see, he has, his son is even smoking. And all those, be careful. You don't move out of your place as a son. So, will you also be brought as a daughter? Come, let's register here. Now, suddenly, you are now wearing sexy panties and displaying in front of him. You can make comments about his wife, the man who helped you to register your church. If he is not happy with his wife, you have no place to join him to be unabused. Be a daughter. Be the, the place you are in. Don't move. And move no more. Put it up. One of the things you need to know when you are given a place is not to move. I'm not Bishop Eddie. I'm not Bishop Interfell. I'm not Bishop Saki. They are seniors. There are certain comments when you make. You are making yourself into something you are not. Don't move. Lucifer moved. Yes. The very thought that he, I, said, I will arise. Not that he, 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 I will, ar- I will ascend. 
because you know that a lot of thoughts are actually seen by God as the act. Hello? A lot of thoughts are seen by God as the act. Like, like many of you have done. As you are on the campus, you see a girl and you imagine yourself having sex with her. You undress her, looking at her buttocks and so on. You, you have already undressed her and had sex. In God's eyes, you are, you, you are already. Now, now, in the same way, I'm using it to, in the same way, when you say, I will arrive, I will ascend, you already ascended. already ascended so whenever you are given a place learn how to be there quietly and don't speak as if if you have the chance you could draw a proper curriculum for the bible school those who drew the curriculum don't know what they are about you have stepped out of your place whenever you are sitting with someone to chat know what you must say know when you are chatting know what you must say what you are not allowed to say you shouldn't say that That, that, this comment is not a comment that should come from you so David said, I don't exercise myself in matters that are too high. I said a few some things you said. No man has heard them. But angels have heard them. And it will be used against you in two years' time. Life has heard it. Life, life, it hears. That's why. Many people are not allowed to prosper, are not allowed to be. Pro- life will never allow you to marry, will never allow you to have the, will never, because life hears comments. Life hears. Things you have said have been heard by life. Life is a person, he's listening to your words. Oh, really? It's wrong to ask someone to go and plant grass. Oh, really? Fine. Then you will also never be allowed to have a biological son who will go and plant grass in your farm. know that you are a sharp prophet don't allow it to push you out of your place because when you move out the next thing happening is that you, you, you begin a life of affliction 
you expose yourself to the sense of wickedness and they will afflict you and it is not the will of God for you to be afflicted that's why I said like I told you about my church member who married my church member girl impregnated her as a genuinely legitimately as a husband as a child with a child with a girl and left her left the church and when he left became very rich far richer than he was when he was in church because whenever you move out of your place the next thing to expect is that you prosper I'll take it again when you move out of your place the next the, the immediate experience you should look for is prosperity pleasure happiness your feelings are satisfied everything anyone in the bible who moved out of his place prospered the prodigal son prospered judas prospered anybody who moved out prospered that was just for three days to just for one month to just for a while there's something called short term and long term he prospered i saw it myself farms money I still cannot believe as I'm talking now that he's dead I'm hoping that when in the, during the break I'll, I'll receive a title it's not true it can't be some things are not possible he can't die it's not possible nothing about him pointed to death I'm very sure I'll receive that text just rather his cousin who bears the same name watch out when you move out of your any place you think of you have your imagination think of whenever you step out of your place the next thing is pleasure and self enhancement when we take you out for missions and you break away to start your church expect to drive a car you have not driven before expect to have members you have not had before Expect it. That, that one, I'm telling you that it's a promise I'll give you. If it doesn't happen, call me a false prophet. Whenever you move out or you step out of your place as a son and you begin to rebuke, you 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 you, you feel good that you can you are now wiser than your father. There's a feeling that comes all the time. Any place you are, because you have to be rewarded, so you can keep remaining out of your place prosperity is your reward to perpetuate your destruction I said mission when you find one come and tell me and I'll when you come and tell me I'll resign as a pastor that this person left his place and immediately became whatever. I've never seen I've, girls who leave the church, they become more beautiful. They wear better shoes. Whenever you move out of your place, you become look, even if you don't have money, if you don't get money, you will be happier. There's a feeling that you are free from these from these oppressors. You are now on your own.
is the immediate post-rebellion response of Satan to your actions to encourage you to embolden you to have confidence that what you have done one pastor met chancellor he broke away from a church as soon as he broke away a member of that new church bought a brand new BMW he showed that is it, is it, if it's not God tell me what you're talking about a car he had never driven before when he was with his pastor if I break away from this church God forbid the car you will see me driving you won't believe it I'll be on posters I'll be flying to Milan and Madrid for conferences but it is only for six weeks one of you is a devil you were brought close but you could not identify that where I am I was put on the stage my place is not the main hall my place is not on the stand my place even I was put in that corner my place is not here whenever you move out of your place a car can kill you so one of the gods God's way he protects you and keeps you is that he appoints you a place he gives you a place that's your place of protection your place of nourishment for seasons and times and times and times to be nourished your place of blessing he always have my own you also have your own we all there's nobody here who doesn't have a place it is a special place. You don't say it where I occupy. I don't say it with anybody. It's my place, only my place. But one of the temptations when uh, when you are given a special place is that you will step out of your bounds and do things you shouldn't do, say things you shouldn't say, behave in a way you shouldn't behave. And the immediate post out of your place experience is excitement and fulfillment. That is for three minutes. It's for three minutes. The three minutes, three hours, three days, three weeks, three years. It's finite. And when you return, when you finish, you are bumped off and you return, you come back, you meet people who stayed in their place, who could have behaved the way you behaved, but they stayed there. They are there, far richer than you, far more love, far, far, far greater. You just come and you are in the fringes, you know, trying to open a door to enter. Your own room, you are knocking to enter your own room. Your own bedroom, you are knocking because you, you, you know somebody is there. Stand to your feet and lift your two hands. We are taking a break. Lift your hands and pray.
allow me to advise you I will advise you to pray that you will never step out of your place that's how Peter became a devil by talking about things he shouldn't have talked about to rebuke that word alone we don't need to know whatever he said rebuking Jesus wow pray Lord I thank you for the beautiful place you have given me in this Bible school the beautiful place you have given me here help me not to move out of my place Shonia Masaba I told you some people have a second chance some people have a third chance but certain issues don't have don't follow someone don't follow someone because some people somehow I don't know why but they seem to get a second chance but you may not get a second chance and there's no place in this world outside the church fit for you no place will receive you you were meant only for ministry Sanala Alapro Sombista Simalola Macalimbra Bazola Shestomale Premuzi Milalo Mahanda Steba Shomahanda Casamalo Astemaloke Crene Samo Asimilalo Pandelia Semaloke Crensime Pastumia Asamalo Pasimika Koshamile Palatapa Samatapa Don't move No matter the temptation Do not move Stay in the place where you are Don't guide Don't control never thought of doing don't do that Who is taking over? Who is a leader here? 